Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who Went Up? The Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to Who Is That? The Mass Singer Podcast. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Let's dive in. I am excited. Me we too. We have season six, episode six. That's right. And episode six of this show, which makes six, six, six. Ooh, ah. it's spooky season, folks. Get used to it. Happy <laughs> Halloween, by the way. Well, we. I guess we have one more show before Halloween, actually. That's true. So, and uh, happy it's early actually Halloween. a different holiday today. It is a different holiday <laughs> today. Today, the day that we're recording this, which is Thursday, October 21st, uh, is one of the best holidays because it is one of your lovely co hosts, Lauren's birthday today. Yay! Let's it's sing it. Happy birthday to oh, no. you. Anyways, yeah. Happy birthday, Lauren. How well, do you feel? You. You're 24 years old now. I feel good. I feel good. Good. I'm happy. You know to what? Hear that. Your your parents uh called me today and they were and your mother said, You're an old lady now and I said, Not <laughs> as old as your son. <laughs> First off, how dare you? Uh second off, you're exactly as old as me now, technically. Uh technically you're like six months older than Don't me. Don't look but... too hard into it. Don't look huh. too hard into it. But yes, Lauren, you're uh twenty four years young, we'll say. Hey, twenty four years young. <laughs> Uh, what is one uh, piece of advice you would give the people after 24 years after of life? After 24 years of life? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Chase your dreams. Chase your dreams. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And we're doing okay. <laughs> we're we're doing our best. Very much okay, our best. But That's you know what? It, it's better this year than it was last year. I'm sure next year it'll be better than it is now. That's true. So we're, we keep on trucking along. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, let's dive into some housekeeping stuff, shall we? Let's On Lauren's birthday. So. Yeah, so first of all, I just looked. We do not have any new Apple Podcast reviews. Sid. For shame. But, you know, if you could give me one thing for my birthday, mm. first of all, it would be a Patreon thing. Uh, but yeah, but Patreon. if you don't want to do that, um, I would love <laughs> it if you wrote us an iTunes review for my birthday. Yeah, that would be great. We'd love it. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Rating and review, that would and be awesome. And rating helps too. Reviews help even more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can say anything you want. You can give us your guesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as Lauren mentioned, we also have a Patreon. That's where you can support us quite very directly. Yes. So uh, we have some fun content on there. We're... Uh, as if you're this listening is being to this, released, yeah, then we have a new Mass Singer UK episode up. Yes, that is correct. Uh, so that's four for that? Or five? That's that's at the five dollar level. But I mean four dollars. I'm not four, sorry. Four episodes of the UK Mass Singer. That's right? correct. Yes. Okay. Four episodes. We also have a I bunch of like, other content. Um, for uh, Halloween, the Halloween season, we're going to be watching uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And we're going to be doing a green lit episode on that for our other Where podcast. We, we will pair that movie with a beverage and yeah. do that at the five dollar level as well. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, the Mass Singer UK ones are as low as the one dollar or pound or euro or whatever your chosen currency is uh, per month level and yeah we would love you forever we'd love y'all thank you so much uh follow us on instagram and twitter at who is that pod <laughs> you to think about that i did now let's go i think that's about it let's yeah. run born to rock Bam. anyways yep. uh so overall notes about this show number one 
the theme was really cool, I think. I really enjoyed it. The, like, time I, travel thing. I thought it was really fun. I think, you know, sometimes the themes they do, it's like, okay, we've kind of seen something like this before. It's like, oh, you're kind of stretching. I feel like they also don't, like, fully commit to it like they did tonight. You know, yeah. it was like, tonight I felt like every aspect of the show was, like, invested in the theme. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I don't know if this is, like, their... Halloween official episode because it was kind of spooky. Yeah. But it wasn't like super spooky. So I'll be interesting to see if they go even spookier or if like maybe this one was supposed to air next week or something like that. I don't know. But it was fun and spooky yeah. for the spooky season. So it was really cool for uh, for the theme overall. Like you said, it felt very holistic as for a sure. theme. It felt very intertwined, all the different parts. Uh, and some people were wearing costumes. That's right. I also really appreciated that that one man in black who was doing the, you know, like the time warp clues yes. got like more and more decrepit yeah. <laughs> over the course of the night. Exactly. Well, I, I think it's funny. I said some were wearing costumes. All of our contestants were wearing costumes. Obviously, But yes. our host was also wearing a costume. That's Shall we true. dive into our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week? Nick Cannon outfit rating that? of the week. Okay. So Nick Cannon was dressed up as Michael Jackson. Yeah. He had the one glove. He had the sparkly star glasses, fedora, uh, puffy shirt. Yeah. If you know Seinfeld, you know the puffy shirt. Did he give us a hee-hee at any point? I, I don't, don't remember. I, I was thinking <laughs> maybe he did at the... Did no, he? he didn't really. He didn't. I didn't think he did. That's going to dock Shame. some points off. It yeah. might, yeah. And then he had, uh, you know, some some loafers with, like, I noticed socks. He did. He was time. wearing socks, which is different. Socks. Which Definitely was different. Which fit with the theme, so good yeah. for him. Uh, what do you think overall of this of this choice, of this costume? You know, I, I wish he would have, like, done, uh, um, I don't know, yeah, something to make him Michael Jackson that was not just the outfit. Um, so I think that's sure. really the only reason it's not a 10 out of 10 for me, to be honest, yeah. because I... I love, you know, I love a costume. I love a commitment to the bit. So I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10. That's solid. I I agree. I really like this. I think it was a good way to be in costume while also staying in theme. Yeah, still like looking like a host too. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that was going to be my third point. It wasn't like super distracting, but it was like, oh, look at that. Yeah, exactly. Like you noticed it for sure. I agree. I wish he would have done a little hee hee or, or maybe a little performance of his own. But uh, A moonwalk. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm going to give this an 8.8 .8 because I like the idea. I like the execution, but I wanted... Just a, little a little more, more. in execution. Just yeah. a little more. We also had a new contestant, Soft Serve. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the other new contestant. A bait and switch for you, Lauren. Yeah. A bait and switch. And they did switch. that on the show, too. I was like, wow, they're bringing out the wild card now. Yeah, right. LOL. Uh, but yes, so, we did have Soft Serve. So we got a, a, a person at the very beginning of the show, Kamau's, uh, very short, you could tell, sounded yeah. maybe a little older. Uh, and this turned out to be our guest Saying this little panelist. light of mine. This little light of mine, true. Our guest panelist of the week, who was that, Lauren? That was, uh, I, I don't remember the Leslie last name. Jordan. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Leslie, <laughs> Leslie Jordan. Jordan. I was like, Leslie Joseph, not Leslie Jones. <laughs> not Leslie Jones. I wanted to give you some time to speak. Uh, I appreciate it. But yeah, so what do you think of Leslie Jordan as a guest host? I adored Leslie Jordan as a guest host. He was adorable. He's so cute. He's a, a very cute man. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Just like cute. so sweet. I don't know. He, he seems great. Lord have mercy. I'm about to bust. <laughs> if you haven't seen that video, look up those words and you'll find the video. And it's, I had not until tonight. And there you go. But yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, once again, I thought he enhanced the show. Uh, he added a different vibe. I wish they, I, I think it was great how he had his performance and everything. I wish they maybe would have done a little more throughout the episode with him, but overall, yeah. A great guest panelist. Really enjoyed. For sure. Thought it was awesome. Shall we dive? Let's dive. Splash. Splash. Bull. Yes. Bull 
sang Make You Feel My Love by Bob Dylan. Yeah. My grandpa would be very proud. He's obsessed with Bob Dylan. Oh, there you go. I anyway. think I think it's time that we beg the question, and I don't know if I've already brought this up, but I think now more than ever, is Bull the best pure performer we have ever had on this show? Not necessarily the Mass Singer Goat, because we know who that is, but is Bull the best performer? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I really like Bull, don't get me wrong. Sure. I mean... And I'm like, I, saying... I think he definitely has like really great stage presence, like even when he is doing a bit more of a dialed down performance like this. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I really have any kind of emotional attachment to Bull. We'll see. The, the, uh, and I know that that's like not what you're asking. Yeah. Not, not favorite performer. Best performer. I, I think I think I feel like the best performer makes me love them though. Sure, I th- I think that's that's reasonable. I I think that this performance for me was just a whole other layer of bull that I don't sure. think we've even seen I that agree. I was very impressed with, and I think this put him in the conversation. I I don't I don't even know sure. if I would call him the best performer on the show. I just think that it's time to start having that conversation with Bull because I think that's how good he's been this season. I think he's definitely one of the best of all time. I agree. And I, I, I think this performance was so, for me, it, it almost was in the same realm of Sun doing the, um, oh, the, the mostly acapella the performance. Eilish yeah. One. And I, I, and I, I know we kind of differ on how much we like that performance, but I really liked this because I thought once again, it showed something different and just totally let his vocals do the talking, do the sure. singing, if you will. And I also thought it, there was a beautiful picture painted at the beginning of him. Like um, on like the, the couch with the, the couch roses. With the roses. I really I liked that. that. Was, I thought it was outstanding. And I, I just, I really enjoyed this performance. I think it was probably my favorite of the night. I think this was probably my favorite of the night too. I wish people would just stop doing a whole song in their falsetto. It drives me crazy. I, I don't know why. I, I just like, it feels so like gimmicky to me. Like, I I did, I thought it was very good. I did really enjoy it. But I I wish he would have just gotten out of that for a second because I feel like anytime someone's singing in falsetto, it feels like it's building up anticipation for them to get into, like, the pocket of their voice. I hear what you're saying. And then he never did it. You know what I mean? I think there was... So I think that's, like, my only complaint with performances like this. Yeah, I think there was definitely a moment for me, too, when it's like, okay, when is he going to really hit it? No, exactly, exactly. And and I... But I do still think everything he did was very impressive. Yeah. You know? And I I, I, I love, like, the production of this. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, you're totally fine. I, I think, too, that it's, like, it was almost another one of those, like, look what I can do. You know, like I can carry this whole song. You might want me to go into not my falsetto, but you're still going to be engaged even though if I stay in my falsetto. And I was like, not going to lie. I was, Yeah. you know, like I I do wish he would have given us like that little bit of, I don't know, like I was almost waiting for like a a catharsis, you know what I mean? Of like, he's going to like really drop into it now. But but yeah, I, I did still think it was really impressive. And, you know, I... I, I still think it was probably the best performance of the night. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Okay, shall we get to Bull's Clues, Clues. even though we know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want me to do it? Uh, please, if okay. you don't mind. Uh, if he could, sorry, I just uh, burped. I apologize. Whoops. I had a Coke with coffee. Um, if he could revisit any time in his life, it would be when he quit his job, followed his dreams, all that good stuff. We saw a pile of nails, a picture of Hall and Oates. Um, that's going to come back. He talked about how he was alone in a new place, living with cockroaches. 
Uh, we saw like the comedy and drama masks. Um, we saw Bolton Rouge, like mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. Yep. Um, he talks about how he's very, very nosy. What is this? Trying to catch different stands? I don't know what this says. Uh, okay. Oh, well. Um, anyway, and then his other clue was an iMac circa 1998. He said that it made the most annoying sound ever. We heard the dial-up sound, and it lives rent-free in his mind. Yes, correct. So here's the thing. We think this is Todrick Hall. We see a picture of Hall and Oates. We I mean, yeah. immediately know that our <laughs> thoughts are confirmed. Um... I, I mean, once again, if you know Todrick's vocals, you know that Bull sounds exactly like him. So, yeah. I I think that's a it's a really strong guess. I also think the rent-free is probably a reference. I don't know exactly, but I imagine Todrick well, has worked on rent. What's he up? has a song called Rent. Okay, well, there so you go. So there's that. <laughs> so, probably comedy and tragedy mass. Obviously, Todrick has done acting and has worked in theater yeah. very extensively. Yeah, I mean, I think lives in an apartment full of cockroaches is probably a reference to New York City, which I'm yeah. sure he spent a lot of time in. Uh, Bull in Rouge, I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure if he was, um, like, a, he very cast. well might have, like, covered a song. I don't know if he was involved in the Broadway production I could at definitely, all. Yeah, I could definitely hear see him covering a song. Rouge. Sweet Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, different. Um... Oh, what is this? Elephant Love Medley from Moulin Rouge created from talking samples. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to do more research on this later. Either it's just way, like, I'm sure he we get has it. so many like famous covers of things. I'm sure he's done something at least Moulin Rouge themed. Yeah. Would not be surprised at all. And I think you're you're kind of correct on that one. And like, we know who this is. Yeah. Come on. We know who this is. I, I really did have a suspicion that he would get buzzered tonight. But after Nicole gave that whole speech about how like, oh, you opened our heart to us, yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, she's not going to do it. Because if anyone would do it, it would be Nicole. Yeah. And the fact that they haven't guessed him yet, again, they keep not showing Nicole's guess. Yeah. Because it's Father Paul. Agreed. And like, or she's just not refusing to guess, keeping it close to her chest, like she said for this guest before. Yeah. Um, It's like, I think that they're very intentionally not telling us it's Todrick Hall when it definitely is. I My prediction is that when we get down to the group A, either semifinals or finals, yeah. he will be eliminated with the buzzer. Yeah. Like... I think that's how they're going to prevent him from going to the finale. I think you're you're probably correct on that, Lauren. You're probably correct. Any hoot. All right. I think that's all we have to say on Bull, to be honest with yeah. you. I think we covered that pretty well. So now we have salt and pepper. <laughs> so Pepper sang No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. Yeah. It's, it's actually funny. We watched our episode of The Mass Singer UK recently, and uh, someone sang an Ariana Grande song kind of poorly. We'll say it. <laughs> but I think uh, Pepper was different. What did you think? Yeah, I, I thought this performance was really strong. Um, I It was like, I felt like vocally, not that this is not in a bad way, but like it was vocally a little bit all over the place. Like I felt like at the beginning, I had an idea of what this person sounded like, you know, sort of similar to the last time we saw them. They were very breathy at the beginning. And then they like rapped some. And then they, they did, did more of a pure belt, and then they did that big whoa thing. Yeah. You know, so it was like, I, I do feel like Pepper can vocally do a lot of different things. Yep. However, I do kind of get the vibe from Pepper that, like, they might be a great singer who is not a singer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, I think that their style is, like, 
a little bit weirdly inconsistent from like one line to the next in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I do think that like someone who was like a professional musician yeah. might mm-hmm. have a little more of that, you know, just like that overall sense of like, I'm doing this genre of song. I'm going to sing in this genre, yeah. I guess, if that makes sense. No, it But I, I think Pepper was, had like a really, really strong performance. Um, I think this is someone who is probably a naturally great singer and might have had a little bit of training, but probably does not do this like for their job. You think so? Yeah. Either that or they've been like off for a long time or they were someone who was like a child star who's not coming back. Like, Okay. I, I, I think it's that vibe. I actually think one of the guesses that we talked about out when we were watching the show i actually am, am kind of on that guess now actually okay i think it's i think it's pretty a pretty strong guess personally okay um would you like to do the clues i oh i guess i'll i haven't really talked about performance i like pepper's performance i kind of agree i think pepper is a very strong performer and i think pepper will do well in this category yeah or in the, in this in uh, this group. group but i i think they're probably maxed out at third best in this group maybe second best sure. in this group overall um because we just have some really strong performers to be quite frank with you but uh who knows i think pepper could show us a lot more and i'm interested to see if pepper does any dancing because i feel like we got a vibe at the beginning that pepper was gonna dance a little bit but we'll see lauren's eyes just got huge talk about well, what you're <laughs> sorry i just like uh well because i don't know if you remember yes um last uh, last time we saw Pepper, you know, the wildcard performance, I thought maybe this was Colleen Ballinger, who is the real person behind Miranda Sings. Yeah. Apparently she just had, or maybe she's still pregnant. I don't know. She. Uh, unfortunate. Oh, mm, yeah. You know what? It can't be her. She's fully pregnant right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So never mind. She's having twins. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's chalked, I guess. So. Yeah. A little bit chalked. But uh, go into your guess. Well, d- could you uh, do clues? Oh, oh, Talk I'm sorry. Clues? Um, it's okay. Yeah, if she could revisit any time, it would be when she first hit it big. Uh, she was pulled in millions of directions. We saw uh, the backdrop kind of looked like ancient Rome, ancient Greece, but had yeah. like that cloudy sort of Olympus vibe. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. I just thought of someone else who maybe this could be. Um. So we saw her like hitting. There were swords, uh, and then she. We saw her hitting someone with a shield. Yeah. Um. And that shield had like a dark angel or like a Lucifer on it. Yeah. There were lots of trophies around. Um, signed on right before it start started. What did I write? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Before it staffed. signed on to do this a few days before it started. Before it started. Oh, signed on to do this right before it started. Okay, and then she says that she has always believed in magic. She sees herself as a bit of a wizard. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's my thought, and uh, we, we brought this up earlier when we were talking about it. So obviously week one, there were a lot of TikTok hints, a lot of going viral on TikTok. And so I went with a bit of an obvious answer with uh, Charlie D'Amelio, which I don't think is a bad guess still, you know. I don't know if these clues this time told us a ton, Yeah. to be honest with you. I'm going to focus on a couple of them, though. Before I do, I think this is more a person, sort of like I was saying last week, whose song got big on TikTok, not is a TikTok star. And uh, let's let's t- t- talk a little bit about uh, 2001. We had our time travel clue, the iPod, circa 2001. All you have to do is plug it in and let's get the party started. 
we also had a celebrity bestie in Courtney True. Cox. Which it would be weird if it was Charlie D'Amelio unless they have some connection I just don't know about. Mm-hmm. I think this could be Natasha Bedingfield. I think that's a great guess. And uh, just to give credit, we also did get this guess from our Twitter friend. Oh, so did thank we? you. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There we Remember go. Uh, last time we saw Pepper. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, I think our Twitter friend is very accurate. Um, once last last year, Natasha Bedingfield's what's the song that uh, um, that she unwritten? did? Yeah, unwritten. Yeah. Um, that song sort of blew up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of videos on like she she actually collabed with a few people on TikTok and you know did it herself and. I, I think that that would make sense for the clues we got last time. Uh, iPod circa 2001. 2001, I can't find exactly the moment, but on Wikipedia, uh, <coughs> she started her career in 2001. Mm. And it's when it says, let's get the party started, I could sort of see that as a reference to her starting her career. Also, with Courtney Cox, apparently uh, Courtney Cox and Natasha Bedingfield just recently, or in the past couple months, uh, they did a like performance together. Which I think is kind hmm. of interesting. So I think they're kind of just like friends. So I think that kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So uh, go ahead with uh, any other thoughts. I don't know. I had thought about the possibility of like, um, just like the ancient Greece vibes. I was like, okay, maybe this could be like Susan Egan, who is um, a Broadway person, but also a Disney person. She voiced Meg in Hercules and oh, has played yeah. Belle quite yeah, a bit as well, yeah, like yeah. including on Broadway in the original Broadway production. Um, I still think that Anacoto might be a good guess because of the roller skating TikTok thing. Um, but yeah, I had also thought about like, okay, what is like Sword and Shield? That made me think of Zelda Sword and Shield. Um, I know that, granted, not necessarily for positive reasons, but um, Zelda Williams, so Robin Williams' daughter, yeah, um, did go viral recently just because she was like, stop sending me those videos of that guy doing an impersonation of my dad. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so I think that could be a possibility as well. But when I also saw Sword and Shield, I thought potentially someone who was on like a Game of Thronesy type show, something like that. Um, Could be that (laughs) that one girl from Percy Jackson. There we go. Who is also in that, um, what is it, the, the Satanist rock band movie? Oh, uh, Alexander Daddario. Yeah, Alexander Daddario. Sure. But what's what's the movie? I can't remember. <laughs> you watched it. I know I did. Uh, uh, it they, wasn't. It was fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um. In any case, yeah, I do think Natasha Bedingfield is probably one of the better guesses. And again, she is someone who's sort of been like out of the music world for a long time, uh, and she definitely did have a, a sort of like quick breakout fame. From that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so I think that is a great guess. Unfortunately, I hate to leave behind my Colleen Ballinger guess. I do also think, though, we need to find a connection with, like, what the wizard thing would be with Natasha Bedingfield, because that seemed like a really on-the-nose guess. I was trying to figure that out, and I I couldn't exactly find something in in my quick research. Maybe, like, the sports wizards? Maybe. Is she from Washington? Maybe. Maybe. Actually, she's from... She's British. Ah, that's that's true. I didn't know. I don't know. Wizards just means uh, all of Harry Potter. We British. had a couple British people on the show in that yeah. case. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on let's to someone on. not British. Yes. Skunk. Skunk. So, uh, Skunk sang "Square Biz" by Tina Marie. Yeah. What'd you think? She was great. I mean, I thought this was a song that was really good for her. I agree. Skunk. The past couple weeks has really shown out. I think. Yeah. 
And once again, picking songs that are good for her. But this is also something different, I feel like, than we've seen from Skunk. It was really it was, upbeat. It was very upbeat. Yeah. She did a little bit of rapping. Yeah. And sounded really good doing it. Yeah. Uh, which, if who we now think it is is correct, uh, makes sense with who she was married to. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I thought it was it was a really solid performance, something super different. Um, yeah. it, it, I don't think it was like necessarily a game changing performance, but I think it solidified her as like top two in this group, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd say yeah, like top two or three in this group. I w- I will say that like I do feel like we might have seen all that skunk can really show us at this point you but think i think so. that she has like especially because this is probably someone who's a bit older like yeah. i i am impressed that she's been able to continue to like bring it and bring it every week yeah and like deliver just really great performances no absolutely absolutely she definitely is one of those like classic voices for sure yes yeah i totally agree i totally agree um okay let's uh let's go who we think this is and actually really this person isn't that old actually that's true um, but let, let's talk about it real quick. Uh, would you like to talk about the clues? Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So she talked about, uh, she's going back to the nineties. She's at a party. There's lots of champagne and stuff like Before that. Before we go into this, the whole theme behind this is she's traveling back in time to one of like her biggest regrets. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if this so is yeah, who we think this is, this regret. is actually insane that they did this. No. Yeah. Um, so she let pride stop her from saying hi to a loved one and then turned out to never have the chance to see them again. Um, if she could see them now, she would give them a hug and that hug could have changed history. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's trying to like move on, have no regrets. Um, so there was lots of champagne. There were some like purple flowers, but it sort of showed a table that was like what her loved one was huh, and like a fancy glass. Yeah. Um, and uh, the time machine was a beeping pager that had 607, which apparently means I miss you. She said that if someone texted me this, I would feel like a dream girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had a pretty big clue here, seeing as we visited one of the most traumatic moments of this person's life, we assume. And Robin actually, I think, is pretty accurate with his guess, which is kind of crazy that they kept it in. Uh, So, Faith Evans uh, was very famously married to uh, Biggie, Notorious B.I.G., if Mm -hmm. you will. Um... Uh, Biggie died in, you know, the the 90s, the uh, classic uh, hip-hop rivalry, East Coast, West Coast. Um, and that sort of really matches up with uh, Faith Evans as a character, as a person, and with this specific story. Um, once again, the pager obviously makes sense for, like, the 90s. Uh, she uh, She's in, like, her late 40s. She's 48. So I think that kind of matches up with who this could be. Um, I haven't really dived... Do- dived dove <laughs> into divin. any divin into any of the other clues but from, from previous episodes but i think even just based off of that it well it was kind of like robin sense. said that and i was like oh uh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of talk speaking some sense there robbie yeah uh, so yeah i mean i i think that's kind of who my guesses turn into our twitter friend also guessed faith evans and i think it's a strong one yeah i mean yeah like I, I feel like at this point it's it's probably kind of gotta be Faith Evans. Yeah. So I that said though I you know 
I I would need to kind of do some more looking into because I know that we've talked about how like Skunk has blatantly said that she's had issues with like infertility stuff like that. Um, I thought Skunk was the one who had a lot of kids. Was Skunk? Oh, you know what? Skunk was the one who had a lot of kids. Who was the one who said that they had? Are you mixing up UK? Maybe. Am I? I might be mixing up UK. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching a lot of Mass Singer. Ooh, lately, it's people. it's getting confusing. I'm so, trying to keep it all straight. Yeah, exactly. So so don't don't worry about us, you you crazy kids. All right. Um. Well, now so we had a little interlude where we actually saw a uh, beach ball. We did, and something about beach ball being two faced, which which because is it had two faces, like a happy and a sad one, or like a happy and an angry or sassy one. Could this be another duo? You do think? It could be a duo. Could also be a Muppet. It could also be a Muppet or two Muppets. Godforsaken show. You could fit two Muppets easily inside. Wait, that okay. Ball. What if it's the two old guys in the oh, Muppets? That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> or um, Gonzo and uh, who's the guy with him in a Muppets Christmas Carol? A Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, I don't remember who's. It's like the little rat character. Oh, um, oh, what's his name? It starts with an R. Remy. Is it like Randy or something? <laughs> if it's Randy, <laughs> that's ridiculous. You have Gonzo, Kermit, and Randy. Well, I, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask about who he was with in Muppets Haunted Mansion. That's who Pepe. Was Pepe. That's, yeah. I know Pepe. Pepe the King Prawn. Yeah. Muppet. Uh, it definitely starts with an R, but I don't think it's Randy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you're probably right <laughs> about randy okay keep you, you let's okay let's move on all to right our, well our um contestant. you know jackson i'm actually a little bit thirsty because i've been doing a lot of talking and i did just have a coke with coffee are you a little thirsty well, yeah do you think you could uh help me out with that do you have anything like for example a container that holds lots of water i do that could help actually. me quench my thirst yeah uh i have a nice hydro jug what's Once that again, hashtag ad uh it's a, it's a great water bottle it holds 73 ounces i believe that's at least. so much water that's over half a gallon that is over half a gallon of oh water my goodness. i carry it around with me um you know they're big bottles but they're easy to carry uh they have a nice carrying loop they have a handle you can also get uh some carrying straps as well wow with, with the so, with the sleeve they just clip right on with a sleeve yes that's awesome so, I'm going to have to get a hydrogen. Yeah, if that sounds... Just kidding, I already have four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lauren was talking about like, oh, maybe I have a birthday discount today for hydrogen. And I'm like, you do not need more hydrogen. I do right? have a birthday discount for hydrogen. It's 20%, you... but I do have four. <laughs> but if you want a discount on hydrogen, Go on, thehydrojug.com, put in code who is that. that's code who is that. no spaces, and get 10% off, yeah. right? 10% off your order. Uh, do it. Do it. Okay, let's... Hop, skip, and a jump to our last contestant. Yep. Hop, skip, and a jump. Okay, this last contestant is new. We have finally gotten a... Jester has entered our midst. That's what yes. I want to say. Yes. Jester has entered our midst. First off... from the back of the house. From the back of the house in a creepy way. Let's talk about the costume now that we're seeing it live in action. Okay, I, it is creepy for sure, but I kind of love it. I kind of dig this costume. Yeah, I like really I know cool. when we saw the little sneak peek of it in the preview, I was like, whoa. And yeah. like, it's definitely kind of unnerving. I don't think the costume itself is necessarily the most like elaborate, the most well-made. You know, it's kind of like just a pretty tightly fitted suit, probably yeah. with a, a fake belly. Um, but like just the face, the overall vibe is yeah. like so unnerving. And I think it's perfect that this character came in like right around Halloween. Yeah. I agree. I think it's cool and like, yeah. Let's talk about the performance. They sang "Schools Out" by Alice Cooper. Yeah. For me, 
this was probably one of the weaker performances overall. Yeah. However, I am glad that they ended up staying in. I could have seen them going out, but I want to see more of Jester. I really do. I do, yeah. I, I think they have an interesting vibe for sure. Yeah. And like, I just feel like, you know, I feel like I'm still so far from guessing who this is. Yeah. That I want to have one more week with them. I think the tough thing is, though, if we consider who's left in this group. Jester's got to be going out next it, week. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> look good for Jester. I'll say that. Unless one of them, you know, messes up, which uh, is possible, certainly. But... Yeah, to me also, and I'll use this to transition into our clues and then uh, our guesses, this person feels like a rocker to me. Yeah. Like, this person feels like they they were a rock star, are a rock star, and they feel British to me, too, because they sounded British. Yeah, the the accent definitely had that vibe. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, uh, let's talk about some of the clues for Jester. Clues? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so, uh, obviously, they're a wild card, and they're the wildest wild card yet, uh, we saw a Jack in the Box that was also their first impression guest yes. thing. Yes. A Jack in the Box. Um, they've said that they've been called an icon. They changed the course of history. Um, they were considered one of the most 100 influential people of all time. But they've also been called a scoundrel. They have offended heads of state, been banned from venues. Um, let me see. We also saw um, some people in the clue package who were like chickens with rainbow bow ties and suspenders. Yeah, and they had chickens and eggs as well. Yeah. Throughout. We also saw a satellite, some like gold mannequin parts on a chandelier. Yeah, that one was interesting to me, and I don't exactly know what it means. Yeah, and then like in the background of the performance, there's like a plaid castle. And then the uh, time machine clue was a ripped plaid jacket circa 1975 that he referred to as pure style. Pure style. Yeah. So, uh, number one, I feel like when I first saw this person, I was like, oh, this could be Jack Black. But then when I heard their performance, it doesn't sound like Jack Black. And it sounds like someone who is an old rocker, sort of like I was talking about. So, for me, I don't really, like, have it narrowed down enough, I don't think. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Who <laughs> bless you. <laughs> We're going to get emails about your sneezes. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. Wow. <laughs> I did it away from the mic. I did my best. But so I also it, it's hard because they said they've been considered one of the most 100 influential people of all time. But you also have to wonder, like, when was that? If it was it when they were big, it could be a lot of different people. If it would be closer to now. That narrows it down a little bit for sure. Sure. I'm just going to throw out a bunch of different guesses. Um, so you came up with a good guess of Gene Simmons. I think that's pretty solid. Um, I think Ozzy Osbourne was also tossed around in our house, which I think is a pretty good guess. This person also feels kind of not like super short, not like uh, uh, Leslie Jordan short or Ken Jong short, mm-hmm. but definitely like under six feet tall. So that narrows it down a bit. I could see it being like even a Steven Tyler type, maybe. Um, someone like that. I think it's in that vein, but I don't know exactly who it is. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I did kind of, I was kind of mad, actually. When they first came out and started singing, I was like, maybe it's Russell Brand. Granted, Russell Brand is very tall. But yeah. then they guessed Russell Brand, and I was like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? So yeah, I thought Russell Brand, I thought Gene Simmons, honestly... My vibe of it being Gene Simmons was like, I mean, A, vocally, I think this could be Gene Simmons, but also, I know he's done a reality show before because I watched him as a child on an episode of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> and, you know, he he could do that. And he, sure. he did it. Um, But, you know, I also just wanted to throw this out there because I think it would be so wild. And, like, this is a guy who is a comedian, he's British, and he's just, like, 
so pervasive in like at least British culture, I yep. feel. Uh-huh. What if this was Mr. Bean, guys? <laughs> what Lauren, if this was Mr. Bean? Lauren did throw out that Mr. Bean. I just, you know, I mean, they are like a jester. Like, I don't know. And I feel like this like vibe of jester feels very like mimey to me. And like Sure. You know, I don't know. You know, we've never heard Mr. Bean sing, and for all we know, we know he might sound like this, so uh, you're right. For all we know, maybe he Mr. May Bean sound like that. Um, I, they also guess uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. I never know how to pronounce that man's Ricky name. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Gervais. Okay. Thank goodness. Um, and one of our housemates brought up Mark Hamill, and I don't think this is Mark Hamill, but I'm honestly shocked he hasn't done the show yet. Yeah, I agree. I think we need to. That's one of the people we need to be on the lookout for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm also gonna throw out Mick Jagger. I don't think it's Mick Jagger. I honestly don't like. I think Mick Jagger's led a tough life, to be honest. I don't know if he'd be this active. That's but fair. Mick yeah. Jagger was seen recently in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, actually. Really? Yeah, which is kind of cool. Hmm. But I, I, it's someone like that. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced, The actually. other person I want to throw out was, like, Rod Stewart. Sure. Just also, to also, throw that out there. Yeah. And he did, like, kind of come out with a big, like, vinyl set of some of his older work. It was, like, Stewart 1975 the jacket to 1978 and i i don't know i looked up some like old pictures of him and it seems like he kind of wore stuff similar to that at least for sure for sure so So, it's one of those floating around it's one it's it's someone in that vein someone in that vein british rocker or mr bean okay let's talk about our eliminated contestant sad one of our favorite costumes to start the season hamster 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 oh Cutie hamster. On my saying, birthday. On your birthday. How Just dare they? kidding. I was kind of hoping for hamster to get out, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I got what I wanted. And here's the thing, though. And as we talk about this performance, we'll obviously talk about this. Uh, Sabora Ami by Luis Miguel. I thought hamster actually sounded really good on this song. Yeah. I'm low-key like, okay, where's the Christmas album? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's just an unfortunate, like, set of circumstances that yeah. hamsters in a group with such good people on a well, season kind of with like such good too, people. You know, if, if roles have been reversed and hamster was the wild card that came in tonight, he would not have gotten out. Like Jester right. would have gotten out. I think but I think right. because like Jester was the novelty, like that is kind of what kept Jester in over hamster yeah. because I think that we had kind of seen all that hamster really had to offer well, but, at this point. But see hamster, I, I was thinking that and then hamster went in and showed us this. That's Which I true. thought was very different. Yeah. And, you know, definitely going out on a limb, it's just like, I don't know, I feel like Hamster did everything right tonight, and so it does suck that they ended up going home, even though I think it's probably the right choice. It's still yeah. it's still really tough to see that someone who, you know, goes out on a limb, does well out on that limb. They, yeah. they dance a jig out at the end of that limb. But, you know, there's only so much you can do at a certain point when you're surrounded by incredibly talented people. Yeah. But I think this person, for who they were, had a very strong voice. And, Absolutely. You know, good good for them for for putting themselves out there. Yeah. Um I I did. I guess if we just are briefly talking about the performance. Um I like granted, I don't know they said like, "Oh yeah, my Spanish isn't good." But yeah, they sounded really great and I love their little like step side to side step that, touch uh, that dancing. That was adorable. I did. It was very cute. Also, bag of nuts. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh shall we say who this person is, I guess? Yeah, let's say who they are. Okay. Rob Schneider. Yep. So we were kind of sitting on this take a little bit. Yeah. We assumed it was either David Spade or Rob Schneider, and the past couple weeks, I think, showed that vocally this person was closer to Rob Schneider, and Mm -hmm. we were right. It was. Uh, Some of the clues that they were talking about, um, 
something about November 30th, go back to that night. Uh, went to an after party with his wife, people like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, but also Luis Miguel. Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Luis mm-hmm. Miguel was there, and he impressed his wife. Uh, he also was singing with a water bottle. Singing with a water bottle is a reference to uh, his uh, role water in the film boy. Water Boy. Um, he also, uh, his extra clue was, it was a portable TV from 1984, uh, and he was talking about how he used to, uh, perform with his amigos yes. on this. Uh, once again, in reference to his time on SNL, where he performed with people like Adam Sandler and David Spade, who, as we know, they would go on to be great friends. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's, like, the year he got on SNL, maybe. Maybe. Like, where November 30th was a Saturday. Yeah. Or if yeah. that's, like, the first day he... Went on or something with that's, November that's 30th, That's kind of maybe? what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Rob Scheider. I accidentally looked up Rob Scheider. Uh, November 30th is also our anniversary, so... It is our anniversary. I saw that circled on the calendar, and I was like, aw. You said, aw. But anyway, um, do you have anything else tonight to add? I don't think so, honestly. Well, I, I really enjoyed this episode. You know, I'm, I did I'm too. glad that this was my birthday episode. So uh-huh. even though technically the episode aired yesterday. but The birthday eh. episode. But birthday we watched Eve it on your episode. birthday. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening. Um, we really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, once again, if you want to give Lauren a birthday present, uh, rate, review, subscribe to our Patreon, whatever. We also Very have good. a link to a PayPal in our... We do, yeah. It, it's also affiliated with our other thing, gift. but yeah, that's a one-time thing. But again, obviously, no pressure. Um, no pressure. I think at all. the the biggest thing is definitely if you have uh, a minute or two to leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it. We really would. So uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week back with Group B. I'm assuming, and probably with our next wild card, probably Beach Ball. I would think. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, gotta be at this point. Like, gotta be. I can't believe we still have wild cards left because I feel like we've gotten know, one right? like every week. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> But uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. Yeah. On Who Women, the Mass Singer Podcast. Happy birthday, Lauren. <laughs>